Hello, hello, hello. This is Allie, and once again, you are at Creator Spicy Tea, where we spill, we dish, we educate, we vent. We overall try and make sure we don't go crazy in the spicy digital content creation world. So, I am again alone today in the studio, aka my bedroom. And today, what we're talking about is my specialty, and that's direct sales. So first, let's start with what are direct sales? They are an individual transaction between you, the creator, and an individual buyer. There is no end to the things you can offer. Some examples are GFEs, or girlfriend experience, there is custom videos you can make or custom photo sets or live services like sexting or camming. All of those and so many more, as long as you are selling those off platform, that is a direct sale. So what do I mean when I say off platform? So when I say that, I am referring to platforms that are not safe for work hosting sites. So that would be many bids or OnlyFans, or Fansly, or clip sites, you name it. Those are all adult content hosting sites. So if we have those, what the hell is the point of leaving the platform and selling elsewhere? There are many, there are many, many. We're gonna go into the pros of direct sales. The first one, there is no platform taking a cut of your shit. I don't know about you, but every time I look at my OnlyFans earning statistics and I see my gross amount compared to my net amount I have earned, I want to pull my hair out. That is my work, my time, my energy, and it should be my income. Don't get me wrong. I understand they need to pay bills too, but in my opinion, it should not be at my labor's expense. So we don't have that platform taking a cut, which is awesome. Another pro in comparison of platform-based content and direct sales. Direct sales, there is no content restriction. You can say, hi, it's nice to meet you. And you're not going to get a box saying that is a restricted word. And there is no restriction on what content you can make because the terms of service are your own. I've found this helped me tailor my niche and my own interests in creating. There's only certain things I want to do as a creator. So this way I found out trying this, ooh, did not like that. Trying that, ooh, loved that. So it really helped me develop my niche. Another huge pro for me personally has been creating long-term business relationships with buyers on my terms again. Indirect selling, it is all one-on-one. -on -one. So you need to be more personable, more customer service focused with your buyer. Is that more work? Yes. Is it generally worth it? Absolutely. But it is not all peaches and cream, rainbows and butterflies in the world of direct sales. There are genuine true risks that can, at the very worst, lead to you being on the SO list. I think we all know what list that is that we all want to avoid. 
pawns here. And we're going to touch base on each and every one. If you're selling direct, you're at a higher risk of leaks. So why are you at a higher risk rather than when you're on a platform? Because a lot of platforms are streaming only platforms. People can't download it. Don't get me wrong. Screen recording, no one can stop that shit. But when you are direct selling, you are sending someone the actual file of your content. So the two ways I use to send content are Google Drive links and Telegram. Both of those can be downloaded and then re-uploaded. Who the fuck knows where? So how do we try and mitigate that as much as possible? Because we can't stop it. So watermark your shit. Pretty sure I said that. Watermark your shit, even your customs. That way, when it gets leaked, at least they know who to go to for more. And second, price your shit high enough that if a leak happens, you can pay for a DCMA takedown service. So leaks are one of the scarier things, but a significantly less scary and exceptionally more annoying. Time wasters and scams are everywhere. Starting just with time wasters, when you're direct selling, you can't really turn off your DMs or expect a tip for a DM. It's just not necessarily how that goes. So you're going to get a lot more people who just want to chat, who just want to see how far they can push you and how much conversation and time and energy they can get out of you. Number one rule, never spend more in capital which is your time, your energy, your mental strength, then you are receiving in return. If you stick by that golden rule, then you should have no problem weeding out time wasters. For me, to prevent this, I give every potential buyer five messages from me. If in the first five messages, they don't seem like they are going to make an active purchase, I let them know. I'm so sorry, I have someone needing my attention who wants to create together. I'm going to have to let you go for the day. If you ever want anything, you let me know. And then the ball is in their court and I can pretend they didn't exist until they want to buy something. The scams. The scams are the same as the ones in OnlyFans, except they can be a little bit trickier. I want to give a very serious example. And that is when I was blackmailed. It's not necessarily just a scam, but it's the next level. And it's something that can happen to anyone, even if you're just selling on platform. But for me, it was a little bit scarier because this person messaged me on my selling platform, which we'll get to is Reddit. And they messaged me and they said my name, my full name my phone number, my address. They had all of that information and they said, so. I can send you my cash app and go. It's up to you. Fuck that. Fuck them. Don't fall for that shit. The second you tell them, yes, I will pay you, they know you have money and they know you are willing to protect yourself like that. So they know they can extort you for more. In time, we're going to go over all the scams we've seen with multiple creators here. We're going to go over how to spot time wasters Things like that, learning these tips and tricks will definitely make direct selling so much smoother 
and less painful. Back to a more serious con. Taxes are a pain in the dick. They really, really are. And if you don't think you need to be paying quarterly taxes, I implore you to reconsider because anybody who is going to owe in the U.S. more than $1,000 in taxes needs to be paying quarterly taxes. So keep that in mind. Taxes are more complex because our finances are coming from so many different sources. For me personally, I give buyers three payment options. So that means I'm going to be filing three 1099s. Now, I am such a pusher for this. Just get a CPA. Just get an accounting team. It is so much better and so much easier to pay for these teams now and let them take over than it is to go through an audit by the IRS and have to deal with it on your own. Take the easy way out. Get the CPA. Because direct selling taxes are a lot of a pain in the ass. The last con we're going to talk about, and we're going to go very much in depth, is age verification. So, why do we age verify? Even though you are direct selling, you are still your own business. You are a type of sole proprietor. So, you are responsible as a business owner to not sell sexually explicit content to a minor or engage in any form of contact or sensual, sexual, anything with a minor. You fail to do this and you sell to a minor, likely it won't even be caught. But more importantly, mama bears don't fuck around. And if they see a dick rate where you are holding an image of their son's schlong, they're going to find you. They will hunt you down and you will be on that list so fast. It's not even funny. Not only that, if the IRS audits you and they get concerned there is some underage activity, they'll take it from there and then you're dealing with government bodies. So we age verify. So what is age verification? What does it look like? And does it affect business? So what does it look like? I'm going to go ahead and run the script that I tell every single buyer, every single transaction unless I've already worked with them. All right, honey, I just need to see an age verification from you. So what that's going to look like is a heavily redacted ID. I really only have to see your birth date. In this same picture with that heavily redacted ID, I would like to see your username and the date on a piece of paper. All right, so what if they say, well, I don't have a pen? That's fine, it happens. Then I would ask for a funny hand signal or something. So the point of getting that written on paper, getting that funny hand signal is to prove that this is not an ID they ripped off the internet and redacted because that is a thing that happens. You have to make sure they physically have this ID on their person. You have to make sure they are not finding an ID from online redacting it and sending it to you because that is a common scam. So what if a buyer says that's invasive and I don't want to? There's two ways to go about it. One, you can cave and run the risk. Don't do that. Seriously, don't do that. Two, you can use my script here. 
I always say, oh, well, that is an absolute bummer that we're not going to be able to create together, but I hope you find your gal and have the most amazing experience. And when they push and ask why we can't work together, I let them know. It is specifically because you will not age verify and I cannot be certain you are an adult. So what happens when people say, oh, don't worry, I'm 24. I'll say, oh, don't worry, I'm actually 14. Because they don't know. You don't know. They could be lying just as much as I was just lying. You have to see physical evidence. Most people use a redacted ID. Some people use passports. Some people, I have had someone redact their birth certificate for me. So if they are not able to do that bare minimum, you are not able to create content for them. Period. End of story. All right. So we've touched on the pros and cons, the scary stuff, the good stuff. Let's get into how to do the stuff, how to do direct sales. First off, where the hell do you do it? If you're not on a platform, where are you? I surprise you. For example, me, Reddit. I am on Reddit. I am on sex sells. I am on fetish buyer community. I am on all those subreddits selling my ass off. There is a flourishing community of creators and buyers on Reddit. I cannot suggest checking it out more. I will tell you the verification process of most of those subreddits are a pain in the ass. I can also tell you, your bank will thank you for doing the pain in the ass things. So another place that I know of and have no experience direct selling on is Twitter. You can direct sell on Twitter as well. Again, I don't have any personal experience doing so. I highly intend on bringing in a creator who does. And then another place where direct sales happen that not everyone quite realizes is direct selling. Snapchat Premium. Y'all, there is no big brother platform taking care of you there. You are direct selling. You have to go through all this age verification process, all of everything. That is your responsibility if you have a premium Snapchat because you are direct seller. Same goes with Telegram channels. That is not a adult content hosting platform. But if you're using it as one, you are direct selling. Same rules apply to you. Discord servers are another. There are a million Discord servers for selling adult content. Okay, so now we know the pros, the cons, and where the hell to do the damn thing. So let's break down how we do said damn thing. And we're going to start with payments because you have to be able to get payments. On a platform, it is built in for you. They can pay right there, easy peasy, and then you lose 20% or more. Anyway, with direct selling, you kind of have to figure out your own payment platforms. And I always highly suggest having three options. One is going to be a cash transfer app that is available for you in your country and is very widely used. The next is going to be an adult hosting site that is free for buyers to sign up and tip. I use many vids. They can create a free anonymous account and tip me the entire amount that I need right there. Yes, you lose a cut of that. But 
Sometimes cash transfer apps won't work in every country. So if you're doing international business, which you likely will be, you need to have another free for them option to send you money. And the third is going to be your paid platform profile. This comes with risks. If your buyer mentions that they are buying off platform for you and tipping there, you can get in trouble. But we want our buyers from direct sales to go to our OnlyFans, to go to our fans lease because we want them to pay that subscription fee and then tip us for content. But hell, they're there. They're seeing all our content. They're intrigued. Shit, they might stick around. And then there you go. You have a recurring subscriber and potentially a recurring buyer. All right, we're going to stay in this world of payment platforms. And we're going to look at cash transfer services. Pros and cons of a couple of them. Cash app is by far the best for you remaining anonymous. It's not perfect, but it's got a lot more protection than everything else. However, Cash App does not like us. Cash App and every cash transfer service does not like spicy creators, and I cannot imagine why we are a great group with completely stable mental health. Anyway, so... What Cash App will do if you get reported for using them for sex work? They'll shut your shit down and take your money. So what you're going to do, and this will also help with taxes, you are going to cash out every single day, every day, and you're going to put it in your business account, and then you can do some owner distributions from there. That is actually recommended for every single cash transfer service you have. And OnlyFans. If OnlyFans bans you, they'll take your shit. They'll take your money. Cash that shit out every single day if you have to. Just cash it out. Get your cash. Sorry, I got distracted. Let's look at other cash transfer services. Some really common ones. Venmo. When you make a Venmo account, your name has to match your bank account. So if you are using a personal bank account, that buyer is seeing your legal name. We do not want. We do not like you. If you are using PayPal, they are notoriously sex worker unfriendly. They'll shut your shit down so fast and take all your cash. They don't give two shits about you. Don't use PayPal. Even the subreddit I sell on most prevalently, Sex Sells, puts out a notice anytime someone mentions PayPal that it is not sex worker friendly. It is not us friendly. We don't like. As for things like crypto, that is for a smarter brain than I have and I will bring someone on to kind of discuss their experiences in that. Unfortunately, my brain, when I think of crypto, just kind of fizzles out. All right, so now we know what the hell direct sales are. We know where we're doing it. We got the pros and cons, and we know how we're getting paid. All very important, gorgeous things. How the fuck do we now communicate with the buyers? Because that's what this is. That is what direct sales is, is consistent, constant communication. You're going to want to offer more than one option for buyers to contact you. You want one common communication app. So for this, I use Telegram. It's widespread enough and it's basically worldwide as well. And another reason I personally use Telegram, I have a Telegram channel that is subscription-based. 
So if I can get them to Telegram in general, you bet your ass I can upsell them onto that subscription. Easy peasy. Other options are Kick, WhatsApp, Snapchat. All of those direct communication platforms are an option. So if we have DMs on the platform we're selling on, why do we want a second communication option? Why do we want another platform involved? Well, a couple reasons. We're going to look at this from a Reddit standpoint. Reddit itself, no likey people selling things on its site, especially selling spicy fun things like us. They can read your DMs. The admins have no problem doing so. They are not private, honey. That is not your DM. That is not your platform. You do not get privacy there. And if they flag your account, you're kind of shit out of luck for a while. So the next reason we want our buyers to move to another platform, because if they are willing to go to a second communication platform, they're significantly more likely to go through with a sale because they already did that step for you. So why wouldn't they just go ahead and do the damn sale? All right, so we want a heavily commonly used communication platform, and then you want your subscription-based platform. This is gonna be your OnlyFans, this is gonna be your Fansly, et cetera, et cetera. So the reason we want people to move there is fairly obvious. It not only gives them an avenue to pay, it also gives you a safer avenue to deliver content if you wish, and it also gets them to pay that subscription price on top of whatever service they ordered. Then, once they're there, if they dig your content, you have a recurring subscriber, potentially a recurring buyer. So there's definitely pros to getting them on your subscription-based platform. All right, this last one is, so this last one is heavily debated and kind of a spicy area for a lot of people. And that is whatever site you are doing direct sales on, you gotta leave them DMs open. I've seen it time and time again in request ads. People say, ladies, if I cannot reach out to you, I cannot work with you. Yes, you're going to get time wasters in your DMs. That's why we give five messages to see if it's going anywhere. And then we cut them off. But if they don't have, let's say, Telegram, and they don't want to subscribe somewhere for whatever reason, how are they going to contact you? You gotta leave your DMs open and just learn to filter through them. Go by keywords. So now we know the absolute basics, right? We know what direct sales are, where we're doing it, the pros and cons, how to communicate with buyers, and how to get paid. Let's just talk about some tips and tricks here. The first one I can give you is buyers are people. Sellers are people. Treat each other with genuine respect and you could potentially be lining yourself up for a permanent buyer. My first day direct selling, I had a customer reach out to me and I was kind and gentle with him and he hadn't experienced that from a lot of other buyers. To this day, 
to this day, he orders a custom every single week. So every single week, I know I have $150 coming from him alone. Be kind, be gentle, and understand a lot of people, a lot of buyers are coming into this with shame and embarrassment. I always try and take it upon myself to let them know, and I'll just run through my script. Honey, it's not my place to judge you or shame you for your kinks or sexual needs. It's my place here to provide a safe, sane, consensual, and responsible area to express yourself. Be kind to your buyers. They will come back because there is not much kindness out there for them in this industry. Another big thing, find your brand. Oh yeah, find your brand, stick to that shit like glue. If you know it's working, don't fix it. It don't need fixed. If it ain't broke, find your brand, run with it. Figure out, are you the cute flirty one or are you the kinky dominatrix? It's totally up to you. You own your own business now, so you could decide what the hell you want to do. If there is anything I have learned about building a brand is that there is somebody looking for you. There is someone looking for every body type, every hair color, every kink, every fetish, even ones you haven't heard of and you don't know of, they're still looking for it. And one of the fastest ways I have found to get yourself out there, to get your brand out there, to get your business out there is direct selling. All right, that was a lot, a lot, a lot. So I am going to end this with a little bit of a story. Someone recently reached out and asked if sex sells is the best place to advertise and promote yourself and do direct sales, to which I said, yes, for me personally, it absolutely is. And they mentioned the ever daunting, ever painful verification process. And they mentioned how... They found it really frustrating, and since I said it was worth it, they were going to stop, quote, complaining, unquote. All right. I'm going to end this by saying you're not complaining. To anyone out there who is frustrated and venting, it is not complaining. This is a demanding, exhausting industry. What you're doing is expressing your frustrations. Don't invalidate yourself by lowering how you feel to complaints. Everything you're feeling is valid, even if it might not be the most logical at that moment. All right, y'all. Thank you for sitting with me. I had a lot of fun. This is Allie one last time, and this was The Creator Spicy Tea. Have a good day, y'all. <laughs>